previously on Insecure. Have you seen Molly's page? Girl, why are you posting all those selfies with just the corner of your face? She's really going through it. I do like her inspirational quotes, though. Stars can't shine without darkness. That's not not deep, right? Hey. When you and Tip had your issues, like, how long did it take for you guys to get back back? What happened when it happened? Just keep being there for her. I got no vibes. I'm sorry, what? He has a cut. Where's Cheyenne? She robbed us. <laughs> At what point did you each start to feel a sense of stability? I don't know that I'm on the right path. There's no way to be sure you've made the right choice. Lawrence, I had a chance to think and, um... Yeah, yeah I know. Entertainment and heated discussions. The, the, the DJ Blaze Radio Show starts now. Got to wind up. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back Welcome back, internets, to another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast Uh, I go by the name of Be Easy It's the girl Oh yeah, we should have practiced that, hold up Uh, <laughs> Trees and then Jen, let's do it again <laughs> It's your boy Be Easy This is just Trees It's your girl Jenny Lane Word, welcome ladies And uh, thank y'all for joining me It froze. Thank you. Oh shoot, my computer froze up. Y'all heard me? Yeah, I heard you. Oh, okay, okay. Now this don't sound like the uh intro we had last time, but we're gonna get it together. Uh Jen, how has your week been? See I'm rapping and rhyming. Listen, bars, bars. My week has been great, you know, like it's been good. I ain't okay. got no complaints. Ain't too much action been going on this way. How was yours? Mine was uh wonderful. I see you got to have uh uh, what what's his uh laid fr- no fried died and laid to the side, to the side. there yes, you go I got some inches up in this thing you know just had okay. to switch it up like that how is- I do when I do you know how I do it okay all right all right trees um I was thinking today and I'm like it's only Tuesday I don't know why my mind keeps wanting it to be Wednesday already but um I know <laughs> I why guess that's it. My week has been kind of long. I know why you want to uh, want it to be Wednesday so you can hear yourself on the podcast. Is that why? I'm so you can play know. it back while you're not working. You might be right. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm glad everybody's had a wonderful week so far. Um, I had to set the mood like I always do and uh, light my uh, Southern Elegance candle. I'm still okay. rocking that... Uh, apple and bourbon because i'm a grown-ass man and grown-ass men drink bourbon and they eat apples um and you can you can be a grown-ass man also yeah they eat apples you know my granddaddy used to used to eat apples and he had no teeth he had some hard gums baby real hard yeah shout out to my uh, granddaddy bully graham r.i.p granddaddy Uh, anyway um (laughs) southern elegance candle company Get yours, uh, fifteen percent off 
using the promo code CRUX, C-R-U-X. That's S-E-Candleco.com. That's where I get mine. They got a whole bunch of city combinations. And, um, What's it called? Uh, holiday fragrances and stuff. You know, get your house smelling right for the holidays. But we're not here to, to talk about apples and oranges and spice. We're here to talk about Insecure. Ooh, Insecure. Yeah. Episode two. Episode two. It's called uh, Growth, okay? So how did you guys uh, enjoy this episode? Treese, you go first. How did you enjoy it? It just seemed like it was a little, like it was shorter. Like it seemed fast to me. I en- I enjoyed it. I mean, which, you know, I always enjoy it. But it just seemed like it was really quick, this, this go around. What about you, Jen? I agree. Like it was really, really fast. And I felt like it was missing something. Like, mm. I feel like they skipped through some storylines. It was something else that we needed. But yeah, it was definitely fast. I need, I, I needed more. I was a little underwhelmed the first time I watched it, watched it. But the second time I, I thought about it and I guess they just build a story up. Cause I, I know it's gotta be some kind of drama later on or whatever. Right. So I'm just saying sitting in anticipation waiting on that because right. they did fast forward one year later mm-hmm. yeah and i think they had a lot to do with us me feeling like it was really fast and they needed to give more because they went from we went from the reunion to a year later and it's like okay so what happened in between time in the meantime like i feel like, like this <laughs> episode could have been like the first episode of the season and the last episode could have been like well i guess they needed that to set up this episode Cause it was some people yeah. in the last episode that came to this one, so I guess yeah. they know what they're doing. And I guess they had to show because Issa and Molly came back like mm-hmm. super cool, so they mm-hmm. had, I guess, have that moment from the last show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like I said, this one is called Growth. Okay, uh, it was directed by Mo Marbell, who uh had some directing credits on uh Woke, Brock Meyer, Big Love. The last OG and uh, one of y'all Negro favorite favorites, the game. Uh, <laughs> that is a Negro favorite. Mm-hmm. You hear me? So you know this Mo got some experience, and uh, it was written by Phil Augusta Jackson, who has previous writing credits on uh, Insecure, Brooklyn Nine Nine, Survivor's Remorse, and another Negro. Well, I don't know. White people love Ken Peel. A lot of credits on Ken Peel. So you know they, this well, episode. Well, a lot of black people love them too, though. Yeah, yeah, but at first, you know. Black people caught on to Ken Peel kind of late because they thought it was kind of corny, but found out that them boys was really funny. Um, well, I'm one of the black people think, that caught on real late because I'm not familiar. You're not familiar I think with it's Ken more Peele? so like a Gen Z type thing because that's my my son actually introduced me to Key and Peel. Like he was like super into it by the time oh. I knew anything about it. So yeah, I think their audience started out like really young. Mm-hmm. Well, well, shout out to. Uh, Shout out to Phil Augusta Jackson, the writer. Um, I guess we'll get into this episode. Get into it. Yeah, yeah. So the episode starts with some, my favorite word, I say this every time, they always have these opening shots. Yes, cinematography. No, hold on, wait. Let me tell you, as I was watching it, and all week I've been thinking about you and your favorite words, Uh I was like, well, is this, will this be considered good cinematography? So It all is, it all is. The, The lighting, how they got the, the colored folks lit, you know, the teeth were so white, especially Issa's. Um, yes. And like we mentioned earlier, it was a time lapse. Um, and some of the same things happened over and over. Like we see the phone, uh, 
we see the phone like alarm going off all the time and we see like some stuff on the cork board or whatever um and a lot of the things that Issa was into was um we saw a lot of that um but then we get a title screen that says uh one year later um and both of them set their alarms for 601 i made a note of that like who the fuck get up at 01 right i get or maybe they have their alarm set for 601 and their snooze is like nine minutes and they, oh, and they go to 16 yeah make, i don't know that's just because i know i do stupid shit like that and well, I that makes sense so maybe that's what it is maybe it has some significance we'll keep our eye on that and see yeah that makes sense to me because both of them both of the phones was like at 01 so I don't know. I just made. I just thought that was strange. Trying to pick up on little shit in the episode. Um, we noticed that Issa's company is apparently successful. Uh, the block has over ten thousand followers on Instagram. And then she starts singing a uh, hot boy song. The block is hot anyway. <laughs> Molly has what I like to call the uh, bull dagger haircut. And um, <laughs> wait, pause the what? The bull dagger haircut. She's oh, the bull dagger haircut. Like a lesbian. Uh, <laughs> with the part on the side, you know. Y'all don't follow me up. And apparently Kelly Rowland has a mindfulness meditation app. Uh, Koya. Soko- yeah, her name's Sequoia. Yeah, Koya. She's yeah, still she's still uh, assisting Issa. I love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she got some some uh, witty remarks. And it seems like Molly and uh, Dorian are finally getting along. We see them at the firm. Molly even takes the lead spearheading the uh, branding at some retreat, uh, Dorian mentioned. Um, did y'all notice what how uh she had the pancakes in the bag? She always put those waffles in that bag in a in a ziplock. Yeah, and then she was like, "How she keep it warm?" I, oh, that was last uh, season. She was like, "How she keep it warm?" She was like, "It was yeah. uh, what she said, hand warmers or something like that." Anyway, I guess that's a life hack. Y'all niggas, let me know if y'all try that. Um, I have not. It just not gonna be like super sticky. Not unless you're like just pushing it up and eating it out of the ziplock versus picking it. It just like mm-hmm. it, it worked for Koya because that's her go-to shit. Listen, yeah, she, she Koya like mm-hmm. she even asked. She even asked um, Issa, "Do she want it on a plate or a bag?" And she's like, "Bag it, you know what I'm saying? Give it in a bag." So yeah. it must be pretty lit. Mm-hmm. Might have to give it a try. Y'all listeners, try yeah, yeah, y'all listeners, try it out and email us and let us know how that pop off. That'll be dope. Yeah, because I don't want no ants in my car. I got an antsy yard, so. Um, what else? Uh, Issa and Molly seem to be back on track, and we see that they uh make plans to have dinner together. Pasta. They even sending gifs and shit with a uh, what's the um lady in the tramp. She sent the lady in the tramp gif or whatever to the phone. Oh, so yeah. you sending gifs to a nigga? That mean y'all real cool. It ain't no, you know. It ain't no like we trying to fake it till we make it. Like we back, you know what I'm saying? Because I can send you this and you understand, mm-hmm. like, and we we good. So they're definitely, I think, a lot better now um, than what we kind of questioned last last episode. Yeah, because it was real uh, touch and go with them too. Yeah, it was like fake. Like they were trying to force come. Like I feel like they were kind of forcing themselves a bit to try and be cool and things like that. But now it's like, all right, we had a year to really like work this thing out and and we good mm-hmm. yeah you can tell that they back good because molly's actually you can tell that she's spending more time at Issa's house um you know before it was vice versa Issa's right 
would spend more time at Molly's house. And now, you know, she's like, you're here all the time. So, you know, she got her, she had her own pillow to, you know, make sure that she had a comfortable night's sleep. Um, yeah. Face to face. That's a different dynamic in their relationship and kind of, like you said, kind of speaks to their growth and where their relationship is. Because like you said, like Issa was always over at Molly's house and maybe because of her living conditions and she felt like maybe it wasn't like up to par to what Molly was used to. I don't know. But yeah, that's definitely switched it up. Just be standing the night in the bed, getting your own pillow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Real shit. So next we see Issa. Um, has an organize has organized another successful event. Um, this time it's a book signing for uh Britt Bennett's The Vanishing Half. Y'all ever heard of Britt Bennett? Nah, bro. Me either. I had I- to research. Mm-hmm. Have you, Trees? I cut you. I haven't. Yes. Uh, she's a uh, uh, she's a real person, a real um author from uh-huh. California. Yeah, no, I was gonna look it up on my Audible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the book was The Vanishing Half. And she wrote another book called The Mothers. So shout out to Issa for putting people on to all these black, excellent Listen, people. If she definitely does that. else. Mm-hmm. He definitely lets you know, like, the show is super black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even, like, with the music and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm. Yeah, so then we see Issa. She's meeting with an... Uh, she meet, Well, no, she meets an inter- interesting fan who says she loves coming to all of Issa's events and tells her... That she saved a life. That was like probably the funniest uh, moment to me, cause like yeah, I, I laughed at that too. It was and, super awkward. Mm-hmm. And I just noticed how white both of them teeth were. Um, and like y'all said, uh, they have the pasta night. Molly goes to sleep, so Issa gives her a pillow. And like y'all, uh, Trish, you said they were sleeping face to face. And I thought that haircut was uh, foreshadowing, but no, they just went to sleep like friends. Um, you know what? For a moment there. For a moment there, I thought it was about to be like you know a kiss, a kiss. Because I mean, it was a, I that was they were really close. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh shit, they were like, is they about to kiss? Like they about to do some carpet munching or something? Mm-hmm. You know? And maybe because I've slept in a bed with like you know my friends face to face, but not face to face. Well, sleep. You just wanted to sleep. We just fall asleep. Like, uh-huh. however you fall asleep, fall asleep, you fall asleep. And, and maybe that's each other's favorite side. So it yeah. just ended up that way. Looking in at each other's eyes lovingly. Um, yeah. <laughs> Molly starts singing something about my best friend, something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> put her finger over her mouth. Yeah, she's like, nah, that ain't how the song go. Um, yeah. Sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we get the title screen, so. Shout out to that little uh, intro. That was a good intro. We got a lot of information from that. Um, for the first official scene, Issa is at Nathan's shop, and we learned that she's done an event for him before. Um, this and that was successful. Uh, she 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 suggests that they have another one at a bigger place, but Nathan is a little bit worried about the budget. Um, then they both had to lunch or dinner and briefly discuss locations for his party. Um, Nathan asked Issa about. You know what she's doing to, about tomorrow. They don't say what it is, but he say what she's doing tomorrow. Um, she tells him everything. Um, it's coming together finally. The mood in the restaurant starts to get a little romantic. You know what I'm saying? They start lighting candles and all kind of stuff. People kissing, and that's when Issa asks him about his plans later. And that's when he tells her that um, she has some. He has some plans, 
and that her plans laid out with uh, Molly to watch a movie. Um, yeah. So I guess they're really trying to act like they're just friends. Yeah, but it was awkward, and Issa clearly wanted to be more than friends mm-hmm. in that moment. For mm-hmm. her, like, I felt like she was asking, like, "Is it gonna be that, or what you doing?" Kind of like, "Cause I mean, I want you to come through, mm-hmm. pull up, you know." So she's definitely trying to make it more than that, and she's never gonna out- outgrow that awkwardness. Like, I'm like, "Come on, Issa! Like, if you know you want to like push up on them, then mm-hmm. a little more off to it." But she's still being like. Oh, what you like? Mm. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I, I I like um every episode that it's always like one or two real, like awkward moments, but it's yeah. not like a um awkward that how can I say it? like you know how you have like secondhand embarrassment for people. Yeah, like with Issa when she get when her awkward moments, it's always funny. Like I don't ever feel bad for her or whatever. Like so. That would, like you said, that would because she's always trying to throw a little joke in there. Mm-hmm. Because even after she asked him that, she was like, "Well, you know, me and Molly's having Freaky Friday, but we're watching any given Sunday, so that's why it's you know, Freaky Friday." And I was like, "Oh, she did that." Was the joke she made? Yeah, yeah, she do. Yeah. Always, she does always try to like joke it out and shit. Um, so then we go to uh, Molly's nephew's ninth birthday party. Um. And Molly checks on her parents' estate planning, and they had a little piece of paper, like a little uh, legal, was it a legal notepad? Anyway, it don't matter. It was a piece of paper. And while <laughs> Molly is going off on her parents about um, them, you know, doing their will and stuff right, we meet Herbert, uh, Herbert, who was a deacon at 15, and Molly's mom. And I mama, did laugh at that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Molly's mama, she's trying to hook Molly up with Herbert, say he plays the organ at church. And he was like, he reworks trap songs for the Lord. Um, <laughs> Modern day Kirk Franklin. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Molly's mom insists that she hurry up and get back on the scene. Um, she doesn't want her to wait too long because then basically her and her daddy be old. Um, she was. She said something like, you know, y'all meet, it's going to be two years. Then we're going to have to save up for the wedding. That's going to be another two years. And. You know what I'm saying? Your daddy gonna have to roll you down the aisle and all kind of shit like that. Um, and then Herbert busts in on them with one of his songs, and it was called um, Jesus Gang. Like, I guess, like Gucci Gang. And then he played it. I was trying to find it. It wasn't nowhere on the internet. I was trying to pl- find it. I was gonna play that shit on here. Um, I bet you could. Oh, yeah. I was. You know, I'd be prepared. Huh? Um, and next, we see Issa making a presentation at uh, this company called NBW. Uh, it's a box water company. Um, and it's for a fashion designer named Cren Sean, played by Kofi or uh, Ralph Angel, if you will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ralph Angel, that's who that is. <laughs> that's, that's what people call him versus his, his real name, Ralph yeah, Angel. My friend said that the other day. I was laughing so hard at her. She was like, Ralph Angel? I was like, I think that's what I called him last week when I was like, Ralph Angel gonna be up there because that's who he is. Is he has he been in anything else other than uh Girls Trip? He just came out with a movie. He was on that movie. It came out on Netflix. Was it the portrait? Was, was it, it the portrait? It was on it's a, it's a pretty decent movie, but he was pretty much like the main character. Yeah, I mean, you know, he did I think the, it was the portrait. he typically does. I think it was the portrait. I didn't like the ending. Yeah, I think it was the portrait. That ending was not what's up. I didn't like the beginning, so I never started it. Um, (laughs) 
And uh, NBW, they are a new corporate sponsor, corporate event sponsor. Um, they say they love Crenshaw's story, but they had some budget concerns and concern about Crenshaw's level of experience. Uh, they suggest some other artists. But Issa insists on Crenshaw because he's from the community. And one of the uh, artists was called Blue Parrot. Y'all ever heard of Blue Parrot? Nope. I haven't. Yeah, me either. Um, we hear Issa on the phone next. She's walking into Molly's apartment, and she was telling somebody to car pay that DM. She said she don't even know what that means. She said something else. I think she said that on another episode, too, car pay that DM. Um, anyway. Uh, and she's talking to Nathan about an event while she's walking into Molly's. Molly is surprised that they are actually friends and says she can't be friends with some dick she no with someone's dick she's seen. Mm. Now that made me ask want to ask y'all a question. Can y'all be friends, just friends, with uh some dick that you've already seen? Where's my Jeopardy music? Oh hush. Because I feel like this question is maybe like a well no, you said that you've already seen because you like to argue the point that a male and female can't be just, you know, platonic friends. Nope. Not unless one of them is ugly. Uh, I feel like they can. Okay. <laughs> However, comma. I think all women feel like <laughs> they can, but Brandon will argue that argue you down that it's not possible. Um, Dick, you've I already think seen. That you can be friends with some with someone that you possibly have been intimate with because sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. I mean, mm. it just doesn't. Like, you know, you tried and it failed, and you you're never gonna try it again. So you- you're just cool. Mm-hmm. And I, it depends on that level. You know what I'm saying? Like how many times, you know, you saw the dick and, and what environment did you see the dick? Like it all depends. What do you mean environment? Like, not, huh? What do you mean environment? Like a desert environment or uh, oasis or? I mean, I'm just saying like, okay, was it just like, okay, let's, let's just, let me see the dick. Let me just straight, let's go ahead and not be as intimate if it was just like a straight like fuck thing uh-huh. or whatever or if it was like okay yeah let's get it in here or let's be a little bit more intimate like it depends on the level and like i said how many times you've seen it what how is that relationship to whether or not you can still be friends or not like that's not like I, a situation ship going to a friendship i mean that too like if it was just a situation ship and you was like yeah the situation ain't working out we can go to, go back to a friendship then of course you may can still be friends if it was a situation ship one person, you know, had a little bit more feelings than the other wanted to be more than a situation ship, then at that point you can't be friends. Mm. Y'all don't sound too sure. Um We're not. No, I'm just messing with y'all. I don't have a lot of experience with that. Well, that's wonderful. Um and uh I like you when I grow up, so let me stop. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm <laughs> not like a whole lot. <laughs> Molly, um, so Molly don't agree. She, you know, what I'm saying, and I thought it kind of was reminiscent of the last episode when, like, Molly would question stuff, Issa would do, uh, Issa would question stuff, Molly would do, and it was, you know, it'd be some little slick stuff or whatever. But you know, Issa kind of was like, "Nah, we just friends. Like, we just, you know, we just cool or whatever." So, um, good for them. Um, I don't think they're gonna be uh friends much longer though. But we'll get to that point probably as you as you finish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Issa assures her they're just helping each other out, and he's seeing someone. Um, and these are Issa's words, not mine. You know, uh, says he probably has a bevy of bitches. 
And she was like, well, how many is a bevy? And Molly was like seven. I thought that was funny, too. Yeah, that was. That yeah. was, I think, probably one of the funniest uh, parts in, in in this week's episode for mm-hmm. me. Um, Molly asked about the presentation. Issa lets her know Seth, that's the one of the heads of uh, NBW, is thinking about replacing Crenshaw. And Molly gives her the good advice, suggests that she goes over um, Seth said to the head of the per- uh, the overall head uh, woman named Nadia. Did y'all recognize Nadia? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nadia was on the panel. Yeah, she was the um, lady sitting on the end of the panel who um, sure was said about yeah. this. And the first time I watched it, I was like, I know her from somewhere. Like, where do I know her from? Is it a, a was she a Z's yeah. Ansari's girlfriend on the TV show or something? I don't know. Um, I, that's I thought why Molly said come. it. That's why Molly said it the way she said it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I thought she came from um, Harold and like no, I thought she was may have been someone that used to work with Issa, and because I saw her face and I was like, "Oh, she looks familiar." So I was like, "Is that the girl from like Who Got Y'all or something?" But oh. then, as I uh, really like thought about, it, I was like, "Oh no, nah, that's the chick from the from panel. the first episode who tried to have her back." So yeah, so apparently she really did have her back, and they started, you know, got connections over a year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Nadia. Mm. Um. And with, I don't know though if we want to shout out Nadia because she tried to talk to Nadia and then Nadia went and like brought in old dude. Yeah, later. Yeah, she did. She did. But I don't know. I don't. I kind of don't fault her for that because I don't think she realized the reason why she wanted to talk to them was because yeah. of them concerns. So um, mm-hmm. at first I was like, "Damn, Nadia snitch!" But she was right. She she was kind of aloof about the whole situation. She basically said that she was pulling him in so that they can all be on the same page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Molly, we see Molly and she's signing up for a Tinder-like app. And as she's filling out the uh, what are you looking for section, uh, we get a flashback of, uh, I call it the ghost of Molly's dating past. And I got this <laughs> little clip of how it sounded. I thought you were feeling Jared. I am, but girl, these league niggas have been vetted. And Jared didn't even go to college. So what happened with the league? Girl, I'm over them niggas. Like, they look good on paper, but they on some bullshit. I've dated outside my race before, but I know I want to end up with a black man. So what is the point? And, uh, yeah, I forgot about a lot of that stuff. Um, it definitely made me cringe. Like, dang, Molly, like, you was really, like, like that, Nick. Also made me kind of, like, self-reflect. Like, Jen, like, how are you when it comes to that? Like, let's, mm. let's sit and go to your past dating things and look at your profiles that you deactivated and see, like, what are some things that you were requesting or that you were expecting and, and shit like that. So it was definitely like, ah, dang. Uh, in the words of uh, Teresa and Amy, relatable content. That part? <laughs> um. <laughs> So as she continues to uh, filling out the thing, um, she gets to the dating me is like, and then we get another flashback. I hope this is the right one. Okay. Well, you know, I just want to know that you got home safety. That's all. And don't take this the wrong way. You really needed a win. Look, I'm tired. Molly, you literally never let shit go. And that last one, that was the one with uh, her and uh, what's his name? Andrew. 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 Yeah. Andrew. Yeah. And so after that, uh, Molly, she looks a little emotional. Um, and I think she had like a little aha moment. Seemed like she saw that she was the problem in all of those relationships and like she was doing too much and all of that. 
Yes. Uh, next, we see Issa and Nadia, and they're having a uh, breakfast steak. And them steaks was big as hell. Lisa made a note to let her know them steaks was big as hell. And they they were. And it was weird. They had like both of them had the exact same steak with sides and all that. Um. And like I like we said earlier, uh, they met. We met Nadia on the panel at Stanford at the uh, reunion. Um. And then they bought another plate. A third plate and Issa was looking confused and then that's when we see Nadia she invited Seth um, it's another awkward moment for Issa excuse me a uh, little tea coming back up excuse me y'all um, but Issa handled the situation and that's when Seth voices his concerns and Issa tries to assuage them you know what I'm saying I went to college uh, <laughs> and uh, she tells them when it goes right um Oh, I, so I wrote down MBW, but the B looked like a, a O. So I thought it said now and it didn't make sense. But anyway, <laughs> so she tells them when it goes right, MBW can say that they're the ones that discovered Crenshaw. Um, and then Seth basically agrees, but then he tells her that he has some notes for the uh, show. Um, and that's when we meet Crenshaw, who, like we said earlier, played by Ralph Angel. And some of his employees, uh, and those employees are very institutionalized ex-cons. Um, that what was that? What was the thing he was doing? He he snitched on my man for eating snacks in the workspace. Yeah, he kept telling me you can have snacks too, man. Like yeah, it's, it's fine. Like, like you, you free, snacks. nigga. <laughs> you free, nigga. And then he um, was over there sitting in the corner, like eating those snacks. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like I was about to come and take his snack. Like you don't gotta eat. You don't gotta hide the sandwich, baby. Um. And that's when Issa gives him some of the notes from Seth. Um, they want him to simplify the show by cutting a section on uh, Perseverance. And it, they just kept mentioning them lowrider bikes. They also want to cut the performance element. And uh, now he's having a uh, second thought. Um, but she convinces him to go ahead and do it. And I made note. I noted that. And this is something that I wouldn't know without social media. But did y'all notice what kind of bag she had? Which one? Molly? Nah, Issa on that scene. Yeah, one of the um, mm -hmm. not Brandon Blackwood, but the what is it, Telfar, Telflar? Yeah, she yeah she had a Telfar bag. Yeah, um, that I just noted yeah. that because you know all this black shit ain't that, ain't Telfar black, ain't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and yeah. definitely blew up. And you know Beyonce had one on was rocking one like a couple months ago, mm -hmm. and so people was really like you know onto it. So to see to see that in her show again. Yeah, they got them at the flea market now. Huh? They got them at the flea market now. They do. <laughs> somebody had somebody was selling some fake ones. <laughs> Already. Already. Um, but they're supposed to be like it. um like vegan. Oh, for like, real? Vegan left. Mm -hmm. Oh, so it fake left. I heard it. Never mind. But yeah. Go ahead. You heard it. What? It wasn't given. What it's supposed to give? Oh, like you gotta get like an insert or something. Yeah, I heard it was like really like a little flimsy kind of sort of like it wasn't it it wasn't worth you know I guess the price and then of course if you order certain ones you have to wait like dag near six months to to get it. So, but you, you in know. the now you are uh, in the end crowd. So, nah, I'll be out. I'm good. <laughs> how, they, how much they cost? Like three hundred or something? I mean, they're not. 
it that expensive, like 200, 300, depending on which one, which size, which one you get. I think you get some for like, for, le- for less than 200. Like yeah. I know some were like, what, 180, something like that. But yeah. I think maybe it feels like, like it's poorly, con- you know, constructed because it's that vegan, you know, it's, it's a softer, it's faux. So it's oh. not real leather so it's not going to be like real you know but i've heard people saying that they order like the inserts from amazon Mm -hmm. that you can put in the bag to help it like stand up i guess i don't know i've i've seen i've seen both sides like people complain like people complaining about the bag and then then people raving about it yeah Mm. yeah yeah i never thought i'd be in the middle of a conversation talking about purses but here here we are are. (laughs) i know right Mm. <laughs> we call that growth. Um, okay. Molly and her mom are talking, and Molly apologizes for being uptight about the will. Um, but Molly, Molly's mom understands and agrees to call the estate planner. Uh, she also mentions uh, Herbert again. Um, and Molly, Mama really likes Herbert. She's she was like she saw him in she the really pool does. or so. Talking about Molly, Jesus. Mama just trying to get Molly married off. That's all. Yeah. I don't know now, Miss. Miss Molly was talking about Jesus be a thigh when she saw him out of that uh coming out that pool. Um <laughs> But Molly t- said something to her mother about um, you know, she just had to push through the fear and she understood it or whatever. So I guess that's what Molly had to do in her life too. Um I thought that spoke to the growth of Molly. Like mm-hmm. for her to call her mom and recognize how she was in the past and what she had to do to to, like you said, push past that fear and, and apologizing for, you know, how she came at her mom. I was like, okay, Molly. Mm-hmm. All that yeah. therapy working. What was that? Th- Dr. Rhonda? Was that her therapist's name? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Dr. Rhonda. Um, right. Then we're at the uh, California African American Museum, and that's Issa's uh, event for NBW and uh, Crenshaw. Molly arrives, proud as hell of her friend. Uh, and uh, I guess Koya. She ain't really still fuck with Molly from the last uh, incident, <laughs> and she yes, pulled pull out that uh, metal wand. That one, yeah. that one mm-hmm. I was like, Koya. <laughs> um, then she she walked off, and Issa said something like, "Yeah, you know she thank you the one who pulled out that gun at the uh, block party." Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was a good callback. But then right after that, we had another callback from that, and it was the uh, rep- I was trying to find that lady name. The little fake reporter who had the um, YouTube show. I can't think. I can't remember her name. But anyway, um, she interviews Issa. Um, uh, and Koya wasn't there for that interview either. Nah, she wasn't. She wasn't. But she had to stop because that's when uh, Koya tells Issa that Crenshaw added all of the stuff that Seth wanted him to take out. And uh, Issa went and talked to him and. Uh, she said that uh, well he was heated, um, but he said he wasn't feeling right, and I do have that uh, I'm trying to stop saying uh, I said I wasn't gonna say it, and I lied to myself and trees. <laughs> um, <laughs> well I do have that clip of that little uh back and forth. Wasn't feeling right, so put the pieces back in. But we're a team. Why would you do that five minutes before the show without telling me? Because I knew you trying to talk me out of it, right? Yeah, you're damn right I would. This is out of pocket. We have a brand to answer Man, to. Nah, you got a brand to answer to. Okay, maybe we should start using I statements. 
Okay, I feel like you're being really unprofessional. And I feel like your support for me is just a bunch of talk. You can't support me halfway, Issa. Do you have any idea what I even have to do to get you here? Man, you hear yourself? You're not my savior, bro. Look, I was doing just fine without you. I refuse to be a sellout. What are you trying to say? I'm not taking notes from people who want me to be like a bunch of whack artists on respect. You said you love my passion, right? Here it is. And sound check in five. Where is he from? I'm not sure, is but that entire scene, all I thought about was last week mm -hmm. with the Nas reference. They made a Nas reference last week? Yeah. Oh, with us? Yeah, he, said he, was a, he said he was about as bad of an actor <laughs> as... <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that was all I was hearing the entire time. So you thought that was some horrible acting? I did. Don't don't hold back. Say it louder. Say it with your I chest. Said I did. <laughs> His chest ain't gonna get warm. <laughs> I was trying to remember because I haven't seen Queen Sugar in like two seasons, and I remember I just did not like his his acting in Queen Sugar. Um, just like this. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so you agree, like, Jen? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing he got going for him is his looks. I, I just be sitting there with the fuck. I can put it on mute and just look at him. Just read what he's saying, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said he acts better when he's doing comedy, but I don't know what he did comedy in. Like, yeah, me. When did he do a comedy? I don't know. Right. Like he was funny in something. Like he had some funny parts or whatever. Um, because yeah. girls trip didn't really say. Mm -mm. He was just sitting there looking like how he be looking. <laughs> Walking around with his shirt on, but that, that part. Um, yeah. What'd he say something in five? Like he's that's why I asked because he yeah. tried to say it like he was from the West Coast. So Yeah, I guess he had to put that because he was he's French on yeah. like yeah. sound checking full, homie. Yeah, he, he made some he made some good points. He was kind of <laughs> wrong for going behind her back. <laughs> Shout out to your uh Long Beach accent. Um <laughs> All right, now that's a real gang sign now. Now I'm just messing with you. Don't follow me up. I'm just messing with you. Um, yeah, I felt like he made some made some good points, but he was wrong how he went about it. You know what I'm saying? Cause he, yeah. he if if she really believed in him, you know what I'm saying, she'll stand behind him. But I felt she probably felt like she had a hands tied behind her back, like she wasn't really nothing she could do. Um, I would have I would. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Trace. No, no. Go ahead, Trace. You good? I was gonna say as Issa, I would have felt some type of way, like. As soon as she said something to him about it, and she was like, "We have a brand to answer to," he was like, "No, you mm -hmm. <laughs> have a brand mm -hmm. to answer." To me, that's like you—you you play with my livelihood. Like I'm sticking my neck out there for you, and you're saying like, "Oh well, I'm gonna do me. You deal with whatever you have to deal with after I do what it is I'm gonna do." Go ahead, go ahead, Jane. Yeah, and I was thinking like, does that speak to her lack of confidence? That you know that we I think we talked about or hit on it a little bit like last episode because if you went to MBW because you knew um, who Crenshaw was you knew like the impact he would have on the community and everything else and then as soon as they give you this and you're like uh Crenshaw like no you know da 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 but if you really would have stuck your neck out and be like yo this is what this is this is what you know he can do this is what he does at that point he would have really really you know rock with you so when he said that. She was a sellout. I was kind of like, is she a sellout? You know, eh, kind of, sort of. Is she not confident in her ability to in block? 
you know, in the block or whatever. So it, it kind of, you know, made me think about it that way. Because then she wasn't confident. She didn't stick his neck out. And then, as we see. Mm. Yeah, but too, she she did. She did tell them what it is that, you know, that he wanted to do. And she did tell them, you know, like, you know, I don't see it, you know, this way. I feel like, you know, this is something you let him do it. You won't regret it. And you'll be you'll be able to say like, hey, you discovered him. But then when she got the notes that because they made it seem like, OK, if we choose him, then, mm-hmm. you know, we'll give you the notes. Yeah. They sent her the notes and then she see all this stuff that they took out. So yeah. it's like, okay, now, you know, they decided to finally give him this big chance, but it comes with all of these stipulations that we yeah. got to follow, you know, to feel like, okay, you know, they won't just snatch it back, you know, right. and then too, it could hurt her. She her, probably looked yeah. at it and, yeah, for future business, you know, right. have with them. Yeah, I would have felt I, I would have been looking at him. I mean, I would have been looking at him some type of way because it's like, you know, we not really acting like a team. Yeah. Know? Yeah, because you went behind my back and you did this. And mm. he's like, well, you ain't stuck up for me. So then that there it could have been a happy medium, you know what I'm saying? Like, or was yeah. the happy medium, nigga, you here? This is this is what you know you should be you should be happy about. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he but he didn't see she actually did stick up for him because they wanted to get a couple of other artists or whatever so they had other artists in mind but she did stick a note stick a neck out for him and was like yeah when when he when he does it and y'all gonna be pleased y'all gonna say y'all like y'all say say he y'all discover him but yeah from the artist perspective like a lot of them artists they don't see the compromise or whatever they just want to put their art out how they want to put their art out and they want to put a house in the middle of soldier field and set that bitch on fire and walk around with a mask on and nobody don't know what the fuck going on. Um, and then that keep part. changing your damn album up all the time. But anyway. Right. Um, Had us waiting two months or yeah. however long for something. And it's like, oh, okay then. And you got five slappers on there, but everything else ain't, ain't all that good. That part. Anyway. As I sip my tea. Uh, so the show starts, and at first it's pretty cool, you know, normal fashion fashion show. Then it gets kind of intense, and some niggas is yelling with uh lit up drums, yelling, "Did all my invisible niggas get go to heaven?" Um, and it looked like Seth was uncomfortable. He was rubbing his neck and looking around and all kind of stuff. Um, and Issa, she's sure, you know, Seth hates it, whatever, you know. That we see the low rider bikes and. All of the drums and all that kind of stuff. Um, so after the show, because they show it, but, they, you know, they don't really go into it. They show the aftermath, and then Issa and talking to, is talking to Molly. And she was like, yeah, she hates it. And, and during the show, they're talking, and you see uh, Seth rubbing his neck or whatever, and it looks like he, you know, just real uncomfortable. So then Seth comes up to um, Issa, and she was, he was like, you know, he's blown away, tells her that, Sometimes when you're starting out, you get nervous about everything going right. And then you meet people who um, trust their gut. Um, and he tells her he'd love to work with her um, and to help her get more funding. But then he explains, you know, well, he don't tell her that. But he was like, yeah, I'm about to go because, you know, what I'm saying? I slept wrong. What did he say? He slept wrong or something? Oh, he got a massage. I went to the chiropractor yeah. or something. Yeah, he got a, a, a deep massage that fucked his neck yeah. up or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why he was rubbing his neck. So it kind of explained his awkwardness at in the um, thing. So you know, it turned out all right for Issa. And I like what he said about uh, nervous about stuff going right. 
and instead of, you know trusting your gut or whatever so um, but so, that was that her trusting her gut or was that Crenshaw trusting his gut and being like but what you talking about I'm gonna do this mm-hmm. so then that kind of like well Issa mm-hmm. next time stop being so um so cautious and jump jump straight off the porch 10 toes down Baby. Yeah. yeah, I don't think she was prepared to do that. But now in this moment, she probably will, you know, be mm-hmm. a little bit more risky with how she um handles her business, mm-hmm. I think. She probably yeah, but that's gonna be an uncomfortable conversation between the two of them. Like the next time that they have to come together and she gotta, you know, well I guess he I mean I guess he'll be happy because he's out there and it worked out for him. Um, but I think, like you say, everything else she do from now on, she'll be like more, um, more firm in it and take more of a, um, uh, like I don't, don't want to say a domineering stance, but like just take more charge of it and like you know, yeah. not not let anybody like change up the artsiness of it. Less, that's a word. Less of a yes woman. Mm, there yeah. you go. There you go. Um, the next scene we see a full moon. Um, and I know. Treats be like a half witch sometimes, uh, witch in training. What the full moon mean to y'all? It's a full moon. Oh, it don't mean nothing. That yeah. full moon, um, because that wasn't the full the night the full moon wasn't that when she uh tried it with um oh boy yes because sometimes that full moon can lead you to some some things lead you to some full insides some things <laughs> Jesus be a thigh. Um. Well, the full moon must mean to holler at your old thing, cause uh, to Issa because she hit up Nathan for drinks later. Um, and then this it cuts to Molly at a date with a nigga. I guess she met on Tinder, and before he came, she was like, "Embrace the change." Um. So then Nathan, Issa, they sitting, I guess, on the porch, and Issa is falling asleep. And Nathan was like, "You know, what I'm saying, I see you going to sleep, or whatever." You know, I'm going to go ahead and go. Um, and if I was having a conversation with that nigga, I'd probably be falling asleep, too, because this nigga sound boring as hell. Um, and he tries to leave, but Issa asks him to stay the night. Um, so they get in the bed together, face to face, just like Issa and Molly. But unlike Molly, <laughs> Nathan makes a move and kiss on the suck on that bottom lip. And, I'm, you know, Boy. that'll be sure to get him going, fellas. You suck on that, that- damn bottom lip. I said, that's the one and the two. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it don't work for Issa because she cried in that nigga mouth. I ain't never had no motherfucker cry in my mouth before. But she cries in his mouth, busts out crying. <laughs> um, He consoles her. And she cries. And then the next scene, she sleep. Well, we hear the door close. And then she in the bed by herself. Um, So he left. But uh, that's kind of foul because you don't leave nobody house. And you don't make sure they got the top lock on. <laughs> you gotta make sure the nigga got the top lock on. I'm sorry. Listen, especially for a single female. Yeah. Like safety first. Yeah. And you like going, but like, what was she crying for though? Like, thinking about she, Lawrence. Was she crying about Lawrence or could it have been something else? I don't know. I think she was reminiscing about Lawrence. And it's you- a year later, Issa. It has been a year later. Yeah, but I think she's still hurt, and that's a lot. Yeah, and if it's a and if it's a year later, um, condolence that baby should be here. That baby, yeah, that baby, yeah, yeah. That, baby that baby is here. Baby's here, because the other episode like, was she be like what a couple months old, six, yeah. six, maybe? six months, pregnancy, nine months. I'm saying so. Condola was fresh, pregnant, 
Well, maybe like saying. four, close to it. Because yeah. when they did it, it was what fast forward, what two, three months? Two months. The very first show. Two yeah. months. Okay. Then a year. That's yeah. fourteen months right there. Yeah. So nine. Yeah. So, so five, six yeah. months. Yeah. You know, if she kept yeah. it the term, you know, it might be a you know a little premium action going on. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it seemed like one of them scenes had her in that hospital. We gonna see. They might uh, yeah, go back. I, I, yeah, they gonna go. They gonna have to go back. I feel like they gonna go back to kind of like really let us know if it was Lawrence or something else. I want to say it was something else. Like I, I on the inside, I'm like I, I'm hoping it's something else. Maybe you just maybe she thought about like the shit with Crenshaw and how she didn't risk things, and maybe it was like a, a bevy of shit. Bevy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was just trying to. I don't know. Yeah, that was that was so. Like I say, I ain't never had nobody cry inside my mouth before. So what would you do? What would I do? Yeah, yeah. I can solo while I rub on her leg quarter, like that thigh part that go right to the butt, but not actually the butt, and just you know, nigga, rub a shoulder. You know what I'm saying? I definitely wouldn't leave before it's daytime. Try harder to get some. Nah, I wouldn't probably nah, cause you know what I'm saying. They already was sleep. And you know what I'm saying? I can't be up too late because I'm going to fall asleep anyway. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do it. We got to do it about seven, seven, eight. If we sleep, I'm sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. So no 10, 30, 11 o'clock after y'all fall asleep and you realize you ain't you ain't got none and you go try and attempt to get some? You're going to get a half-ass job from me at that time, especially we in the bed and, you know what I'm saying, I'm about to sleep. It's going to be from the side like real, real like. A half at 11 o'clock? I mean, cause we in the bed, we I'm in sleep mode. You know, I probably done woke up by five. I done been up all day. You know what I'm saying? So if we gonna get to it, we gotta get to it. That crying shit, nah, you'd have cried your ass to sleep and I'd have slept right beside you. And probably slept good too. You'd have had to wake me up. All right, go home, nigga. Yeah. But nah, I wouldn't I wouldn't try to get nothing. You wouldn't try to get nothing doing nah. that her vulnerable moment. Nah. That's nah. good. Nah. That's good. That's good. I think Nathan done though. I think he he ghosted her like he gone for good. Nah, I think they got they still got to work together. But I think you know, like we said, she always had them awkward moments or whatever. So I think it'll be another awkward moment later, especially if she tell. But you know, Nathan, he probably I don't know. And this is just you know me jumping out there, but he probably um, felt like she was crying about something. That had to do with a guy anyway. It's probably why he left. Because, you know, last season when she said she got back with Lawrence, he was kind of start, you know, being kind of smart with her about that entire situation. Like, he just seemed like, you know, he's not, you know, did he say he was wishy-washy? Wishy-washy. Wishy-washy, mm-hmm. yeah. I was trying to think of the and word, but yeah, it was wishy-washy. He was like, and she was like, no, he's not like that at all. But then, you know, now her having to go back, and eat those words because now he got a whole baby on the way and y'all still y'all back not together and you had this conversation with Nathan I feel like that's why he left that's why I feel like he's gonna be done it's like cause like you just I ain't, I ain't got time to this it's gonna be either you know business is business at this point I feel like he ain't even about to really deal with her on that <laughs> level because it's like ain't nobody got time for this but mm-hmm. so y'all don't think he all the way done on the show, but as far as romantically he done. Well, yeah, romantically, yeah. but they said they planning an event now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's, what, then, that's what I was thinking too. Um, she has that space in the back of his barbershop. That's she does. Mm-hmm. Remember, um, 
he gave her that space in the back. Oh, for real? Y'all don't remember? Yeah. That was this episode? That's supposed to be her space. No, that was last season. Oh, okay. Because I know they had the event, that first event where they they had a meeting at with him and the other dude and the girl came and got him or whatever. Oh, so that's her space. It's supposed to be. If I'm not mistaken, from the last um, season, season. she was supposed to be holding something there, but you notice like it's, it's, it's like changed up like they remodeled it yeah and the shop is like in the front in the front yeah but i think she kind of does some things outside of that space maybe maybe i'm wrong but we'll i do so. remember him showing her a space that she could use to host some event gotcha and then that's why they said that when they had their first event or something there and they thought they could have like outgrown that space, and so she was given the park option. So she probably does use that for different events. And okay, it, it, it's coming. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah, because she last season she didn't. We never saw her actually use the space because she mm-hmm. had the block party. But this was the first time that we got to see like the space because it didn't look like that last season. Yeah, like, uh, uh-uh. it was kind of like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Word. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh. That Thanks, Trees. Yeah, thank you. I love your attention to detail mm-hmm. when it comes to this stuff, and then you put it all together. When I was listening back at last week's episode, and you were reminding us about where they, uh, her and Molly eat and stuff, like that that Ethiopian restaurant, I, I love that. Appreciate you. And then I went back, and then I looked, and I know the it was the show. I was like with Dad because I do remember them being in that diner. So mm-hmm. y'all was right, like, but it was the show. It was the episode before the very last one yeah yeah so i was like that's what they was talking about i had oh. to go back and look i was like what did i have it mixed up because i thought they were back at yeah oh so we and were talking we were talking about two separate scenes uh-huh okay y'all were talking about the second to last and i was talking about the very last okay because you was okay. like it looked like a midnight diner and then jim's like yeah it did and you were right you know because they went to brunch but then on the last they went to the show. Yeah, they went. They met back. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, y'all, that was the end of the episode. Um, what are y'all looking forward to for next week? If anything, Molly looked like she was deep. I mean, not Molly. Issa looked like she was deep in thought at the end of that episode. Like she <laughs> just couldn't believe what just happened. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I'm. I guess looking forward to. I guess seeing what's next, like how she's gonna handle that situation. Because I would definitely feel some type of way if I wake up and you were here, and then now you're not. She can't feel no type of way because she cried in his mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <She> <laughs> and fuck, cause he left. You cried in this nigga mouth about potentially about some other dude. Yeah, we or a bevy of shit. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry. And he left. Like, you can't feel no type of way. You know what? Now that y'all said that, before I, I was like, well, I don't know. I'm just looking forward to see it. But now I want to, because I feel like they're going to have a conversation, Molly and Issa, and she's going to be like, yeah, I cried in this nigga mouth or whatever. And she's going to ask her why. And then Issa going to tell her why. And I feel like we'll find out. And it might be like you said about, you know, niggas, or it might be just her being overly emotional about all the good shit that going on in her life or whatever. So. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That was like a hurt cry. She was like, 
Like, oh, okay, okay. A, that sounded like a hurt cry. Like she thought about that thing. Like she was <laughs> <laughs> not really ready to, you know. Jump. And that's what she said, though. She said she wasn't ready, so that's what that could be definitely about Lawrence. Because she was like, "I'm oh. sorry, I thought I was ready." She did say that, but she yeah. really, but she thought that it would be easier if it was, I guess, someone someone familiar, mm. you know, just dipping back and versus bringing someone new. But she still wasn't ready to do it. So you saying she just don't want to get her numbers up? Probably not. But sometimes, I mean, I guess sometimes it may be easier for some people if you were to, you know, go it back to familiar. something familiar. Yeah, versus trying to start something new with someone else. Well, y'all. I guess. I don't. Look, we'll find out. Well, one thing we will find out. Is these all these questions that we always ask every episode? Um, and the first one is, who is the character you most identify with this episode? Y'all want um, me to go first? Who? Y'all want me to go first? Why y'all think? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mostly identify with Crenshaw. Um, because I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. Um, okay, Erica Badu. Yes, Lord. Mm-hmm. On and on, on and on. Nah, but yeah, I I don't know. I like that shit. Like he, you know, he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do how, do shit. I'm gonna show y'all. I'm gonna show and prove." So sometimes you just gotta stand on it. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of, I most, I identify with him this episode. Which, what about you, Jimmy? Oh, oh me. You still thinking? Which Oh no, I got one like I identified I guess it was both Molly and Issa when they were I think over at Molly's house and they were talking about the experience in workplace or you know in your career or whatever and how they want you to have experience but no one gives you the experience that you need. Mm-hmm. So I definitely um related with them um more so in in that particular scene. Word. Me it was the same Molly and Issa, but I identify with them because I'm always falling asleep. Like. <laughs> Both of them did fall asleep this episode, so I was like, <laughs> you definitely <laughs> So that's the part that I identify with the most, like just dozing off. That's a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is your least favorite character? Um, y'all want me to go first? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At first, I was gonna I was gonna say maybe Seth, but in the end, you know what I'm saying Seth was you know what I'm saying a cool little white dude or whatever. You know, he's just a little misunderstood. So this episode, I don't really got a least favorite character. I like all of them. You know what I'm saying everybody did their part. You know. Um, like I say, self was misunderstood. I can't say Nadia, even though she kind of dry snitch, but she was she didn't know. Issa, I don't think Issa really put it to her like she really had some concerns with what self thoughts. Because I think if she would have put it like that, she would have met with a one on one. But because self is a part of like the main team, she bought him in. So um, I can't say Nadia her snitching ass. Um, it, maybe you know what I'm gonna say Nathan. Cause Nathan, you gotta let make sure motherfucker got the top lock. Nathan, the motherfucker, if he drop a woman off for a date, he gonna leave before Brent she get like in the house. The top lock. <laughs> he gonna leave before she got in, get in the house. He gonna drive off. She still fumbling with her damn keys or something. Um, he gonna walk on the outside, outside. of the street. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. So I'm gonna I'm say Nathan. I'm gonna say Nathan this episode. What about one of your trees? What you, who who's your uh, least favorite character? I don't. I didn't have a least favorite character um, this episode, honestly. Um, but but did y'all notice how at the nephew's birthday party they made sure to put the dad and the baby in the Burberry shirts? I missed that. <laughs> I, I, I think I did see that, but I didn't. I didn't. You know, that's a that's a that's a black social media trope. So yes. That's a good. I'm mad. I'm mad. You peep that. Like now that I remember <laughs> that outfit, though, I'm yeah. like, bro. I wonder if that was why they did it, though. But you course. know, they always do that, like the baby the shower. Burberry. This was a birthday party. I was like, they seen it with the Burberry shirt, so like the staple, like yeah. yes, I'm the dad type yeah. thing. But I didn't have a least favorite. Not this episode. I want to say Nathan, but. I don't even know if I can be really mad at Nathan right now. Yeah, I just had I just pulled that out of the air. You know what I'm saying? I got you know you got to make sure I talk. Like, I'm sorry, y'all. Um, what about you, Jen? You got a least favorite? No, I mean Molly Mama got on my nerves. Really? About about Herbert? <laughs> oh, okay. Like, ain't nobody checking for Herbert, and you clearly you see Molly trying to you know do her thing. It's been years. She ain't been worrying about no relationship, but she trying to you know find herself. Let her find herself, Ma, and send Herbert back to. Uh, the trustees or deacons meeting or the choir practice or something because he ain't that. Mm. He ain't it. You know what scene we forgot though when um Molly showed Issa um Herbert on the phone and she was like um okay show his dad is straight show show me, sh- show me him though. show me him like that's his dad like I holler I laugh at that yeah. that was one of my favorite ones too show me his dad show me his dad <laughs> um. And uh, relatable content. Is there some relatable content that y'all saw in the episode? That y'all... Uh, the experience part that I talked about. Uh-huh. Uh, that what was y'all? probably relatable for me. Mm. What about you, Trees? Mine is the same. Falling asleep. While people oh, the falling asleep is relatable like, content for you? Yeah. Okay. It was about the same. Like, mm-hmm. um, how did you word it the first time? What somebody you most identify with? Yeah. Oh, but okay, yeah. Um, do I have a relatable content? I'm trying to. I don't. This uh, this see this 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 episode was. I guess it was a lot of story building, and I don't think, I don't think it really changed. I I wasn't. See, episode three gotta gotta do something now. It listen. It gotta hit. It gotta hit. One was uh-huh. Bringing us two was like, all right, now, but three, if three don't hit, I'm yeah. like, now what, what y'all doing? Like at this point, y'all done built us up. Like we season five, this is a, this is this um series finale. Like, come on now, because then at that, how many episodes do they usually have in a season? Uh, I want to say ten. Ten. Yeah, so they had, like eight. If I think we had the, three and ain't no movement. Yeah, because I know the earlier episodes were like eight. Six yeah. or eight or something like Six that. Six or eight. Yeah, yeah. So I think the last last season had ten. I think this one gonna have ten too. So, um, but you know what though? Now that you say that, I did kind of. I do be kind of pulling like the Crenshaw and, um attitude. I know that I've definitely done that. You know, with mm-hmm. my job, especially this. Like when I first started there, um, you know, they always want you to do a side by side, and I hate doing a side by side because I feel like it's a waste of my time. It's a waste of their time. Like let them do their work. I don't want to sit beside them. You know, mm-hmm. nobody have to be sitting. 
And uh, my manager at the time, she was like, hey, so I want you to sit with someone for like, you know, just three hours. If you would just give them three hours just to do like a, a side by side. And before I knew it, I was like, I don't want to do that. And she looked at me and she was like, oh, yeah, I was like, no, I don't. I said, that's that's definitely not my learning style. I said, so if you if it's you know, if it's not asking too much, can you just assign me some loans and just let me just do them? myself mm-hmm. I, I really don't care to do it side by side she was like well i like that and she gave me the loans and i did not do a side by side shout out to Seth. Yeah. um her um, i don't have like i said i don't have a relatable i'm quick to tell somebody what i don't that's good Listen. though speak up Listen. for yourself i had that i had that note down because i was thinking about like workplace dynamics and how you know isa may have been afraid to openly speak up about what she felt like crenshaw can do or or what she felt like she can do whether it was you know when she was in the meeting with with Mm -hmm. other dude and so i put that down about workplace dynamics and dealing with someone um who doesn't trust your your vision or your experience or what you know how to do so the fact that you brought that up definitely like speaks to that like uh and not being afraid to say nah that's not that's not my learning style that's not what i want to do let's move on to something else doing that now right right if we need to go to a little room and have an uncomfortable conversation Mm -hmm. we could do that but as i think back like i've done that like a lot even with like not being on time to work like i've told my manager like look i heard you looking for me like here i go (laughs) (laughs) just like sitting down and just really like being honest and telling him like look i've never like i'm never on time for work i said so you know if but when i get here trust that i'm going to give you 110 percent. but if that's an uncomfortable conversation that we need to step off and have then let's just do it and luckily you know he was like i i am really not tripping on you like that you know if i understand i know you know you're gonna do what you're supposed to do when you get here and he just never said anything to me about that but yeah. just the just us discussing this and thinking about it, i'm like dang i do be kind of being a crenshaw up in these people's faces <laughs> like <laughs> and and do lord knows i do i'd be like well it is what it is. And I, I like that about, about us, though, because so many, uh, and this is probably getting to a whole other topic, but just to close it up, so many Black women are afraid sometimes to speak open, or or if we do speak openly in the workplace, we're known as that that angry Black woman or whatever the case may be. So one, I kind of want to see Issa more confident in her ability to 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 do the thing, you know what I'm saying? Especially being yeah. that block is hers, like, this is your your business this is this so then you need to speak more openly you know have those uncomfortable conversations and let them know hey this 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 is that mm-hmm. i agree but look i can turn into that little white woman too in a minute start crying jenny and jennifer me she her <laughs> yes like ma'am i feel like i'm being attacked i feel like oh yes <laughs> I can definitely turn into her too. So they have like a good balance. You know, you gotta you gotta know. Like, look, I'm not let's not get it twisted. We're not geared to play on this strong black, you know, angry woman. No. I can be let me show you that I can turn this into one of them too, even though it's it's pure acting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's me. I tell you about that story later. That thing was too funny. <laughs> well, 
ladies, strong black <laughs> angry women. Um, <laughs> thank y'all. We yeah, we already got our predictions and all of that. Um, Jen, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Well, you can follow me on social media at jen.elaine. That's on Instagram. Uh, yeah, f- follow me there. Uh, Teresa. You can um, find me on Instagram on at underscore just trees J U S T R E S E on Instagram. Uh, you can um, find me on social show, social media. It's been a long day, y'all. Social media, preacher underscore BP, Twitter and Instagram. You can find the show on Twitter and Instagram, DJ Blaze Radio Show, and on Facebook, DJ Blaze. No, 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 no. Twitter and Instagram, DJ Blaze Show. Facebook, DJ Blaze Radio Show. If you got a thought about the show, you got a thought about Insecure, email us, djbladeshow at gmail.com. Call us up. You know, we can hear your voice. 404-436-2370. Leave us a message. Um, Yeah, man. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, All right. We're going to do this. All right. We're going to get this on the first try, y'all. All All right. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Yes. Okay. All right. Thank y'all for listening. It's your boy, Be Easy. And we out. Bye. Let those who have ears listen. Whoever you ask, this is the DJ Blaze Show.